0: Greatness, talent, puzzling, maddening at times if you're a fan. And then sometimes you're just amazed at their abilities on the floor. You're captivated by their skill sets, by their athleticism, by their handles, by their competitive nature. In the dictionary, the word enigma, it says a person or thing that is puzzling or difficult to understand. I think for similar and maybe even different reasons, the word applies to both James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Both dynamic talents capable of putting up monster stat lines, both gifted at attacking the basket and getting to the foul line. Westbrook does it with his incredible quickness and leaping ability, while Harden does it being a little bit more crafty with one of the most underrated handles in the NBA, along with his ability to initiate Or create contact. Westbrook is at his best when he's hitting the mid-range. If Russ is hitting the jump shot, you're in trouble. The thing is, Russ is streaky. He's not a natural shooter. And he tends to shoot way more threes than he should. By the way, 23% on the season. And he takes six a game. But because of his motor, he's able to generate offense even when he's having a bad shooting night. With his ability to rebound, push the ball, and when he's locked in, when he's really focused, Westbrook has the ability to be a great perimeter defender. He's an amazing athlete and a superstar talent that's always in attack mode and is fearless. But I think Westbrook, I'm not sure he can be the best player on a title winning team. There are times, and I'm a fan of There are times I think his greatest strengths, that fearlessness, that lack of conscience, he never worries about whether he's shooting five for twenty eight or four for twenty two. I think sometimes that could also be his greatest weakness. His inability to pull back a little bit and recognize I'm not shooting well. Let me get more people involved in this case. Now that he has Paul George, hey, let me step back. And, and maybe that's what he's done. He's he's stepped back a little bit. He's shown he can step back a little bit because Paul George, as I've said before, has stepped forward. PG-13 is just balling. And he's been the Thunder's best player this year. But Westbrook's shot selection, as gifted as he is a player, his shot selection and late game decision making are still an issue. OKC will never be title contenders. And trust me, I'm a fan. They'll never be title contenders until he he becomes a more efficient player in late game and overtime situations. I'm rooting for Russell Westbrook. I want Russell Westbrook to win a title. I want him to be able to add to an amazing resume. An MVP, seven time all star. Two-time All-Star MVP, two-time All-NBA First Team, five-time All-NBA Second Team. He's won the scoring championship twice, in 2015 and 2017. He was the league assist leader in 2018. And then, of course, he's averaged a triple-double the last two seasons. L- last year, 25-10-10, and 10, the year before, 31-10-10. and 10. And this year, even in pulling back, even though he's shooting a career low, 62% from the foul line, struggling from three, he's averaging 20, 10, and 10. Dynamic, spectacular, fearless, all in, attack mode, beast, Brody, Russ. Some people call him Mad Screwface. He's a great player. He's a superstar. I can call Russell Westbrook a superstar, but in the same breath, I don't think he can be the best player, at least this version of him. And he could change. I don't see that happening anytime soon because if you listen to his last comments in his last interview, I think Russ thinks he's killing the game. He's good. But I think until he can recognize that he needs to be more efficient and play more efficient, maybe play more off the ball in late game situations. I I just don't think Russ is ever going to win that title. But I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him because I'm a fan. As a fan of the game, how can you not be a fan of somebody that plays that hard that gives you everything? Enigma. That kind of describes James Harden. The beard is amazing. He doesn't look like the most athletic guy on the floor, and he's not. And yet, try guarding him, try staying in front of him. If he doesn't break your ankles with his handle, he'll stagger you and raise up because he's a beast when it comes to him shooting that fadeaway. When he does that step back, it's a wrap. December 31st of this season, Harden goes 43, 10, and 13. That was his fourth straight 40 point game. Beating the Grizz, 113, 101. The Beard set an NBA record with his eighth straight game with at least 35 and 5. He followed that up with 44, 15 and 10. That was last night versus the Dubs in a 135, 134 win. The Beard hits the game winner with 2.7 seconds left. Right in the face of Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, he was a monster. I'm not saying this makes him the best player in the game, but what I am saying is the role that he's on right now, the way that he's playing right now, unguardable. Deed up, I mean, not deed up, but jade up. KD Steph had no no chance. Gave it to Clay. Gave it to Draymond. The way he's playing right now, if he could take this. If he could bottle this up and take some of this into the playoffs with him, yes, then the Rockets would not only be a legit threat to beat Golden State, they'd have a shot to win it all. And I know Russ has been a triple-double beast the last two seasons, but Harden's not a one-trick pony. The great thing about Harden that goes under underappreciated, I think, is his court vision. He has incredible court vision and setting teammates up for buckets go back to his days on OKC. People forget when he was six men on a year for the Thunder, Harden was the team's best playmaker. He's a if you look at him and Russ, don't get caught up in just numbers, but a natural who is the most natural playmaker. It's Harden. Placing James Harden with his skill set in Mike D'Antoni's system is like the perfect storm. You're getting a downhill player that shoots well enough that you have to respect that jumper. You have to push up and honor that jumper. And once you crowd him, he's attacking your body, attacking the basket, and getting whoever's guarding him in foul trouble. And if he gets to the foul line, man shoots 88% from the foul line. He's making you pay. His ability to finish through contact I think that throws people off because Harden is deceptively quick and strong and it allows him to finish through contact as a fan. I'll admit, like Russ, I like to see him break through in the playoffs and be able to go on one of those kind of runs where we can not only appreciate his individual greatness, but his team also has great team success. I like to see him play at that level. The kind of level you've seen LeBron play at, the kind of level you've seen Jordan play at, you'd like to see James Harden, even if it's just for one season, take himself, his team to another level. The last five regular seasons, there's no doubt he, he can be the lead, he can be the leading scorer on the team. And I'm and I'm a fan of that. But on a title contender. When you're talking about winning titles, can James Harden be your very best player? I don't doubt he can be your leading scorer. But he's yet to prove he can be that guy, the guy on a title contending team. And this is coming from a fan. This is someone who appreciates his talent, the skill set, the handles, the beard. Think about this. The last. Five seasons, including this year, 27 6 and 7, 29 6 and 9, 29 8 and 11. And then last year, of course, when he won the MVP, 35 and 8. In this season, 33 points, six rebounds, eight assists, 44% from the field, 39% from three. Now, right as a shooter. He'll never have the highest shooting percentage. He's not that efficient a shooter. But what he is efficient at is his ability to get to the foul line. The last five seasons, James Harden get to the foul line 10 times a game. And it frustrates not just the opposing team. It also gets the opposing team in the penalty. It's one of the clever ways that the Rockets are able to generate offense when they're when they're not shooting well. James Harden just last week, I think, had six made shots and finished with 40 points because he had to the foul line 27 times. It's not a fluke. He's crafty. He's surprisingly strong, as I pointed out before, and he gets into your chest. Once he drives by you and his shoulder gets past you, you've already lost. And when he's out beyond the three point line and he's holding that ball out there dangling and you thinking I can swipe that I can rip him. You've already lost because he'll not only create a foul situation, even if you don't foul him, he has the ability of selling a non foul and still getting a call. His skill set, along with Russ's skill set, make them two of the most unique players in NBA history not even close. And they're both special. They're both unique. In the numbers, they put up monstrous numbers. They fill up the stat sheets. But. Until they break through. Until they put up those big numbers in a conference final or more importantly, in a finals and they win a finals. They're going to be viewed as superstars, but they're going to have that butt besides their name like people thought of when they thought of Charles Barkley and when they thought of Patrick Ewing even when they think of Harden's teammate Chris Paul I'm a fan I've got my own favorite team but I'm always objective and because I like to acknowledge greatness yes I would have no problem si- seeing either one of these gentlemen win a title why why not The strange thing is We almost forget that both of these players, they were on a basketball team where they were the second and third best players on that team behind Kevin Durant. Maybe the real enigma, the real puzzling thing is how did OKC manage to mess that up? You had a natural. A team you drafted, you drafted and developed. A true super team, and you found a way to mess that up. Sam Presti's a smart man, but he messed that one up. It's a cipher. Speaking of the beard, Rockets GM Daryl Morey stated that he thinks James Harden has moved into the conversation for greatest scorer in NBA history. And while I'm the first to admit James Harden is a unique, maybe the most unique scorer in in, in NBA history in the way that he scores and how he scores. But now you're talking about Rushmore like players. Kareem is not just the all time leader. Go back and look at Kareem in his prime. There's film. It's on YouTube. Look at the numbers. His first seven years of his career in his prime. Go look at Kobe Bryant, not just the numbers, but the footwork. Jordan, the footwork, the efficiency. LeBron, the footwork, the efficiency. Wilt, Wilt still has video game-like numbers this day. And let's not sleep on Dirk Nowinski. Dirk is a special talent. Dirk was the matchup nightmare before KD. Speaking of KD, let's not sleep on KD. Winning matters, and I know numbers have a role, but we all know that KD's numbers are down because he plays on the Warriors. If you got Steph averaging 20-something points a game, along with Clay around 20, 21 points a game, it stands to reason KD would go from averaging 30 to around 26 or 28, which is what he's averaging. Kevin Durant is a unique individual scorer, and while they do it in different ways, I wouldn't put Harden over Kevin Durant. I respect what Daryl Morey had to say. I just disagree. Hey, Facebook fam, I will come back. Real talk, I'm coming back. I've been on vacation. It's the holidays, but I am back. And just so you know, future episodes of The Cypher, Mondays, Tuesdays, Fridays. Thanks for all the support. Much love. Next time.